The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Mark Drumheller, Rick Camp with you. Um, getting into some baseball uh, on the diamond today. We got some games. Actually, games starting in about five minutes. Nats and uh, the Nationals playing. Um, who do the Nationals have? Oof. Nationals playing the Reds today. Apologize. Just talking about the uh, Cincinnati Reds. That's a good one. Patrick Corbin on the mound coming off a big start. Um, lots of stuff coming up, but we do have a guest on the line that I can't wait to talk to, Charlie Desterco, um, MLB and CBB analyst. You can follow him at Charlie Desterco, uh, just how it uh, sounds. Baseball analyst, college basketball with the uh, sports betting analyst. Can't wait to get him on uh, to get his thoughts on today's slate. Um, so Charlie's going to join us in a bit, and we're going to talk about a little bit of baseball. Doesn't have anything on the Nats and the Reds, but – um, lots of action today. I want to pick his brain about uh, Shohan Otani and, and all the things he's doing with the Angels. That series to me, Rick, is is pretty fascinating. We have a team like the Padres, and uh, you know you have a team like the uh, you know the Angels with the injury to Mike Trout. Um, it, it's been, definitely been a series that I've kept my eye on. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, with having Charlie with us, I guess Charlie, the, the best for one thing, welcome welcome in and. Just Mike Trout, obviously, we don't know at this point what the diagnosis is for him, what the x-rays look like, but how much does his absence obviously affect the Angels, and at what point does, how long does he have to be out for that to truly sink whatever chances they think they still have of, of making the playoffs? Hey, uh, what's going on, guys, first and foremost? Pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to look at, right, because on a game-to-game basis, losing Mike Trout does matter a decent amount to the line, whether it's, it's a small percentage, but he, he really does play such a big role in that middle of the lineup, giving Shohei Otani some cushion. And I think the, the biggest thing re- regarding the Angels' offense is that losing Trout is, is paired with losing Brandon Drury right now. So their lineup is just suffering from an offensive standpoint. We saw last night they had, I believe it was like 15 base runners and just three runs scored. So losing a guy like Trout really does put a damper on everything. I was already on the Padres before 
that injury ended up happening. But it does, and, and I think in the long run, when you just look at it from a from an outsider's point of view in the long run, I mean, you know, if he's out a couple of weeks, I don't think it's a big deal. I think this Angels team is still extremely talented. When you're looking at like a month, maybe two, that's when the playoff uh, chances and hopes might damper a bit. Charlie, Mark Drumheller here. Um, sticking with the Angels and, you know, what we can expect. Otani, obviously, generational-type player, you know, absolute unicorn. Might be, you know, the best player I've ever seen play baseball when you look at what he does on the mound and batting. But when you see a player like that, and especially the success that he's had lately, you know, I think he's hit – well, last night he didn't get one, but I think it was like, you know, six home runs in seven games leading up to last night, so it's probably six and eight mm-hmm. now. When you see a player like that having that success, having that national attention, um, do you kind of like zero in on him and say, hey, listen, like there's got to be way too much public support on this guy. This is a time to fade a player like that? Yeah, I do. I do think that that's a great like way to look at things. Like, I think there's eventually going to be days where he's going to go over and or when he's on the mound, he's going to get so much public attention. When I looked at this game, my first thought was, wow, there might be more home run bets on Shohei Otani than the actual game itself. That's how much that the people just love to bet Shohei Otani. And so when you blindly see him at this plus money number, a lot of fans and especially the public are going to be all over the Angels. But I really think that that provides an opportunity to fade him. And if, when you look at his expected metrics, he's in the mid threes. He's still a phenomenal pitcher. Like we can't take that away from him and what he's doing. Obviously he's one of the greatest of all time, but, or he will be, but there is going to be times to get to go against him. And he does have some issues that are underlying that you can take advantage of. And the Padres are a team to do it, right? He walks a decent amount of batters. The Padres take some of the highest pitches per plate appearance in all of baseball. The Padres over the last 14 days are third in walk rate, and they're ninth in WOBA and WRC+. And what does Otani do? He struggles a bit with barrels. So I think that when you look at this matchup and you look at Musgrove versus Otani, I actually think that Musgrove has the edge here at home, especially with the public just being all over the Angels and losing Mike Trout and Brandon Drury, as I've mentioned before. This offense is in a free fall downward, and I'm trying to go against them while the Padres should be on the mend. When you're looking at, and you, you kind of referenced it there, when you're looking in general, who is a team that you think is improperly valued by the market, like on a day-to-day basis right now, positively or negatively, that you've been able to, uh, you know, to make a little money on? Yeah, I think the biggest one and the team that has, you know, I have circled for I'm going to be fading you over the next few weeks, if not month, is the Miami Marlins and and you look at this team they're 49 and 37 but you look at how well they've done in one run games and you look at their expected win loss they're actually expected win loss 41 and 45 that they have eight more wins than expected so I think when you look at this team yes Luis Arise has been phenomenal but the rest of the team I just think has completely over overperformed Sandy Alcantara is not the same pitcher he once was Yuri Perez has overperformed a lot coming up as a rookie and looking fantastic. Luzardo's coming back down the earth. I just don't think that this team, you look at their offense, yes, Jorge Soler's an animal. Yes, he's crushing left-handed pitching, but this is not an offense that is going to be a, an 80-90 win team. And right now they are 12 games above 500, despite, you know, expected being sub-500. So they're definitely a team that I've been looking to fade of late. 
Obviously, the Mets were in that boat as far as fading down the stretch of the last few weeks. I'm actually looking at them today. And then the Reds, just quickly, I mean, during that two, three-week run, even with the public support, it was a fun ride. They really do just a, a, an offense that has, is, is so talented, and, and they have the best offense in all of the NL Central. Charlie, we're talking about how, you know, baseball is a marathon and not a sprint, right? And how, you know, some of these teams that are getting off the hot starts, we saw the Pirates, the Diamondbacks, you know, um, might not have staying power, right? And usually at the end, they kind of figure something out. And, you know, the teams with the best rosters usually end up in the mix somehow. Um, Yankees are one of those teams that people are a little bit concerned about. Um, Got the win last night against the Orioles. Play the O's again uh, tonight in an interesting matchup. How do you see that one playing out? Yeah, you mentioned it. The, the Yankees, it just seems like everyone's off them. Uh, you look at them, they're third in their division, but they're actually an underrated ball club right now. And I think a lot of it has to do with how the offense has been performing as of late. When Aaron Judge went down, obviously the whole storyline was how will the Yankees bounce back with Judge on the sidelines. And Anthony Rizzo had arguably the best, I mean, the worst month of his entire career. Stanton came back from injury, didn't get the fully rehab. Donaldson's been a disaster. But you look at just how good the Yankees have been over the last few weeks. They're second in walks divided by strikeouts. They're 15th in WRC+. They're actually playing a lot better right around that league average, a little bit above league average rate as far as an offense goes. And we're drawing a great matchup here against Kyle Gibson. I'm on the Yankees on the money line here. I back it to minus 125, 130. Kyle Gibson's in the bottom 25% of all pitchers in hard hit rate, expected batting average, expected slugging, strikeout rate, chase rate. You know, I can go on and, and bore you with just how bad Kyle Gibson's been, but his, near, his numbers are mirroring 2017 when he had a 5-5 expected ERA, and this is his worst hard hit rate of his entire career, 44%. So it's just one of those things where age is starting to catch up to Gibson. I've been fading him just about every start in the past month because he played well in the beginning of the season, but it's finally, you know, the, the long seasons you mentioned, just the dog days of, of baseball, you're going to eventually catch up to you, especially – at 35 years old, and Clark Schmidt is the opposite. He came up, he had a great year last year, and then in April he got slaughtered. But you look at the last two months, a 333 ERA really stabilized himself in this rotation, and the Yankees rotation obviously has battled injuries all year long. But Schmidt better on at home than on the road. The Orioles in their left are split. They crush lefties. They're not great against righties. I just think that every sign points toward the Yankees here in starting pitching, offense, and the bullpens are about a wash, so. Yeah, I like the Yankees. Earlier in the show, we were talking about the Western divisions and, you know, trying to look at those from a divisional aspect. But today, Seattle in San Francisco. So we got our cross-divisional there. Just looking at today's slate, how do you feel about that game? Yeah, I'm on Seattle. And San Francisco made my life a nightmare for a couple weeks there with those voodoo seventh and ninth inning comebacks. But I, the starting pitching here is just so distinct and, and, and stark that I don't know why you can grab Seattle as, as a slight underdog here. Logan Gilbert's on the mound, and you look at him, he's a, he's a huge positive regression candidate. His expected ERA over a half run, lower than actual. He does not walk batters. He's got elite command, and he is an above-average pitcher when it comes to chase rate. And a lot of it has to do with his left-on base rate. It's only 65% right now. That number should regress positively toward his career average, which is in the low to mid-70s. And we saw in his last start against the Nats, the first inning, he just got singled to death, gave up three runs in the first, and then threw five innings of one-run ball. So you can see that it's there for Gilbert. And I am as high on Gilbert as anyone after being as down as 
um, Gilbert as anyone last year because he shored up his barrel rate. He shored up just about every single metric across the board, expected batting average, just the slugging. And he's, he's getting a matchup against a rookie in Keaton win who has a 50% hard hit rate in just four starts. He won't be pitching that deep into the game. We've seen the Giants. They've been throwing out a lot of their bullpen arms. Their bullpen is tapped. They just played a long series with the Mets. Sunday night baseball, quick turnaround flight to go back home, play Seattle. They then, you know, have a, have a lead that the bullpen then blows, goes to extras, fireworks for Seattle. The momentum's in Seattle's favor. The offense, honestly, over the last few weeks, Seattle's been playing much better as of late. And the starting pitching edge and given the bullpen tax is just too much for me to not think that the that not have the Seattle as, as a heavier favorite. I had this, you know, around minus one ten, one fifteen. So I would I would I would continue to back it up and, and go until they're to a slight favorite. Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I love it. Listen, last night the Mariners hurt, hurt me. Instead of playing them full game, I played them first five. So that one stung. They came back and got the win. But Wu at least got me over his K-prop, so it ended up being a wash. But uh, Mariners and Giants, a little, 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 still a little tender for me. But let's move on to the Mets. There's been no team in Major League Baseball that's gotten less out of their money, but sometimes that creates value for betters. Taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks, one of the surprise teams of the year today. How are you playing this one, Charlie? Yeah, so you mentioned the first five money line. I luckily had the Mariners on the money line, and usually it seems like it's the opposite for me where I get screwed like you did. <laughs> but I like the Mets here on the first five. Uh, you look at the pitching matchup, and, and I think that this is where you mentioned the Mets, how much they struggled over the last month or so and how well the Diamondbacks have played. Fifth line is just 
inflated toward the D-backs. And the Mets should be heavier favorites than just minus 120, 130 over the first five innings here. Look at the pitching matchups. We'll start with Zach Davies. He limits barrels, but that's it. His strikeout rate is 17%. His walks are in the double digits. He doesn't generate swings and misses out of the zone, so he has to rely on soft contact. And and it's just not a great recipe for success here. You look at his expected batting average. Opponents are hitting at 272 expected against him. He does not, he's not able to really strand that many runners on base because he is not able to get strikeouts. Then he puts the ball in play. And what do the Mets do? They, their offense does not strike out. They put the ball in play. And we made a joke last year that they would bab at teams to death because they just would get hits with balls in play. And I think that this is a great opportunity for that to happen again here. The Mets offense isn't the issue, right? The issue all season long has been their bullpen. They have a, over the last 14 days, they have a better WRC plus and isolated power than Arizona. And I, I just think that the, the matchup favors them here. Sanga, if he keeps his walks in check, then he's going to be amazing. He's got a 222 expected batting average, a 354 expected slugged, and a near 30% strikeout rate. And that fourth ball a .095 expected batting average, and a 60% whiff rate. So, like, you look at this matchup, Sanga is a significantly better pitcher than Davies. The offenses are about a wash, if not favorable, toward the Mets over the last few weeks. And we're getting rid of the bullpens. We're not letting the Mets blow this one. We're going to stick to the first five. I'd back the Mets' first five money line up to about minus 130, 135. Charlie, before we let you go, taking a, zooming out a little bit, as we start to get closer to the deadline, who's a team or two that you're keeping an eye on to see either whether they buy or sell or to what extent they buy or sell? And this could be influenced as me being a White Sox fan and how depressing that's been this year to see if they sell off any of their pieces. Yeah, well, I do think the White Sox should, if they're smart, sell their team right now. I think that this is a season that they just have to give up and move on toward the next, and they have a couple of arms that a lot of teams can use. Because I think a lot of the borderline teams, what they're lacking, look at like Cincinnati, for instance. What are they lacking? Starting pitching help. And that's what the White Sox have plenty of with Giolito. And even Lynn, if anyone wants to take him on. I I, I mean, obviously the Angels are among the team of of what's everyone going to see. And then we mentioned the Trout injury. If they continue to free fall downward, does Otani get moved? That will be one of the most interesting things of the whole entire season. The biggest, uh, the biggest name that I'm excited for to see if he goes or not is Corbin Burns out of Milwaukee. Because right now the, the Brewers are in the hunt, obviously. They're probably more likely than not going to win the NL Central, but it's at what cost, right? This division is not, is not uh, like amazing, right? They're not, they probably won't make it far in the playoffs. The rotation has been injury-riddled. Woodruff has not returned since. And Corbin Burns is entering the the last couple, like last bit of his contract. And I think that that's going to be the most interesting is, is do the Brewers decide to move on from him because they can get a haul, but do they go for it? Awesome stuff, Charlie. Listen, we appreciate it, but we're up against the break. We appreciate you joining us. Great plays there. Charlie DeSterco, follow him at Charlie DeSterco, MLB analyst. Guys, we're going to be right back for the final two segments, Bet QL Daily presented by BetGM. We'll see you in a bit. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.